biggest asset class in the country property not so cool to buy as an investment any longer we're gonna unpack it stay tuned Good morning, everyone. Oh, Billy, I'm I just got to show you this quickly. This is disgusting. disgusting. This is disgusting. This is it. horrific. Look at this. I know. This is the amount of people that have bought investment property is the black line. It's not cool to buy an investment property. And this is the amount of property, investment property that's being sold the last 10 years. It's cool to sell your investment property. We're seeing it on the ground um, when we're, you know, when we're just surprised with the amount of sort of, um, you know, tenanted properties we're selling. So say out of 20 listings, when 17 of them are, are, are investments, it, it does get you thinking, but to see it on the graph like that, it puts it into perspective um, on a bigger picture, how many people are you're selling investment properties and um, how little, um, I, I, you know, sort of investors re-entering the market, which all leads on to um, other issues like tight rental situations and many other things like that. Well, that's it. And it's not going to let up. It's not letting up. It's, um, there's not more it's it's not gonna it, it appears that it's not gonna be that cool to be an investor in the next one two three years it appears that there aren't gonna be a lot of uh, properties built in the next one two three years it appears that's gonna put pressure on rents the scarcity of investment property is gonna put pressure on rents going up like at the moment being a landlord and buying as an investment property uh, very and uh, we're doing a lot of open houses we're meeting a lot of people we don't meet a lot of investors yeah there's just no um there's no incentives really they're getting smashed by um you know they're getting smashed by um stamp duty and um and other taxes on the way in and on the way out and then to hold to hold some of these properties they're just not giving the same return that um they can first of all get in the bank and do absolutely no work or put it into shares, put it into other ventures. And I was talking to a guy who came through the other day and he was doing just some basic numbers on a calculator on his phone in front of me at the property. And he was saying, I'm looking for an investment that puts money back into my pocket. It's not takes it out. And I'm like, can't argue with that outside of capital growth. Yeah, I, I, similarly, I was reading something from um, uh, a, big, a massive story that was dropping and the guy was talking about what shit rental returns are after, after your, you know, your interest and your, your, um, uh, your strata, uh, your land tax, just saying, you know, it was, it was rubbish rental returns. But I sort of, I felt like writing back in the story and saying, mate, you've missed the whole purpose. The whole purpose of, um, of an investment property in the la certainly the last 50 years has been that the asset will double every 10 years. That's what it's done for 50 years around our suburbs, northern beaches, 
North Shore, Lower North Shore, Upper North Shore, that whole region that's doubled every 10 years for the last 50 years. So, yeah, I get that you're not getting your 5% your five return or your 3%, 4% returns a bit rubbish, but the whole game's always been about capital, capital appreciation, which comes in closer to 10%. So, you know, it's a pretty performing. When you add 10% to 3% or 10% to 5%, you're returning about 15% a year. But the thing that everyone misses is that most of it is not your money. Yeah, that's the big catch. The drum that's roll. the big catch. So when, you're, when you want to buy sometimes stocks or if you want to buy sometimes Bitcoin, people will talk about a 15, 25, 35% return on your money. But with property, you're only putting in 20%, but you are benefiting on rent and capital growth on 100%. So 80% of it that's not your money, you're benefiting from, and 20% of it that is your money, you're benefiting from. So mm. in short, um, when I was reading that article about the guy saying there's better assets to buy out there, none of those assets that I was reading, the guy I was writing about, would the bank lend you money on? That's really interesting. I've never thought of it like that. I think that's, um, yeah, that's going to be um, a really good one to just point out to, um, to people. But um, a couple of comments here. We've got um, Capital Cities, lower risk. Bye, bye, bye. Good morning, Luke. We need investors and um, government needs to incentivize investors mark have you seen any incentives out there in the past if it's uh, if it's been a tight rental market has this ever happened before well i haven't seen incentives to the investors for more than 20 years um the last incentive that i can record for investors in my mind would have been capital gain would have been um negative gearing the introduction of, of negative gearing in hindsight, that was probably more than 30 years ago. Um, okay. So I've seen the government incentivize first home buyers over and over and over and over and over. And every year or every two years, there's something new for first home buyers. Um, something people shouldn't forget, and nobody talks about this. A first home buyer can be an investor. It's true. It's so everyone... Yeah. Like you, Billy, everyone's programmed the first home buyer to this is your first home and you would think I'm not allowed to rent out the property. That is wrong. Yeah, just um, after that six month period, once you've, um, once you've, you know, so-called lived in it, then uh, yeah, it can be rented out. Yep. Um, which makes uh, yeah, a great, great um, sort of way to get into the market and, um, you know, not get hit with those upfront costs with the um with the stamp duty and things like that um it's more about banks allowing more lending so yeah we were we were talking off air in the car this morning and you were saying it's about what what the the art of property is at the moment the art of property um has changed um and again going off the experience of, over those years it used to be about buying that correct property do you buy one better or two better or how much rental return is again you know oh, i got this one this was a killer of a buy the art of property now seems to be funding which is not even about property um the art the um the nature of buying a property uh the the, the battlefield or the minefield of buying property now is very different to what it was 
10 years ago or 20 years ago. The art of buying the investment property now is funding, and the art of funding is how you're pack, pre-packing, pre-packaging yourself for the banks. Um, the, the necessity for mortgage brokers is even more critical now because they are the guys that know um, how to pre-pack their customers uh, and plate them up to a bank. So it's very unusual. It's not any more about Mr. Realtor find me a great investment property. It's more about Mr. Realtor, find me a great broker to find an investment property. It's weird. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure, um, you know, even even um, Luke's experience, you know, assisting buyers with trying to pick out a great property is, um, you know, is there for uh, you know, good, good um, service as well. I saw um, a couple of Luke's um, sort of property, uh, property like catches what they've sort of been buying recently and that was interesting looking out of area as well because it's you know they're looking at more, more than just a location yeah but it's, it's holding that hand and i think and if anyone has wondering who, who luke is luke's a mortgage broker um that can that can buyer's also agent. help you in, sorry buyer's agent that can also hold your hand and step you through the whole way but but even the real estate agent and even the um, the buyer's agent these days, um, that I find, I'm finding that that's, that step is, um, we're still doing everything we were doing, but the critical step of funding um, is, is so much more important. As an example, um, most people um, don't pass get go when they're looking to buy a property because they get knocked on the head with funding because they don't have um, they haven't pre-packed themselves properly. So um, if you've just tuned in, guys, we're talking about investment property, uh, not so cool at the moment. Um, Billy, i got to say, it's when everyone zigs, you should zag. And at the moment, if it's not so cool and people aren't getting into um, uh, investment properties, I personally think that is the absolute perfect time to get in why would you do what everyone was everyone else is doing and then you have to pay a premium do it when no one else is expecting it and then when it becomes cool you're already in at ground zero and up yeah. you go oh, i think everyone's almost forgotten the 20 percent price correction as well that's old news now well on a million bucks you're getting 200 grand uh, discount on your property compared to 12 months ago. So most, a lot of Sydney has corrected 15 to 20%, uh, which means you're getting 200 grand off or 15 grand, sorry, 200 grand off or 150 grand off your purchase. That is the mortgage you're taking on for the next 30 years. That is a fantastic discount. That is a good time to get into the market uh, when, when that discounts come through. And then we all know that the rental markets uh, for a landlord, the prospect of rents going up is pretty rosy. It's yeah. a great time. It's a great it's, time. It's if actually, I think it has incentivized some people coming off short-term rentals a little bit more. Um, it, it closed the gap. So where, as an example, um, property that was on Airbnb, maybe getting close to thousand a week. Um, if your current, if your, if your permanent rental was at six hundred a week, it just didn't make sense. But if you could get that closer to sort of eight hundred or nine hundred, then people were saying, "I'm not going to do the work anymore for the short-term rental for that premium." Or, you know, I'll secure a tenant in. I think that's becoming 
a little bit more i think that's becoming a little bit more common now and i was laughing uh that same article i was reading the other day i was laughing because the guy was saying you know it's just it's no longer a good time to buy an investment property it doesn't pay for itself yeah. <laughs> how i'm thinking i what investment do you make that doesn't that doesn't hurt what good comes in life that doesn't hurt right what commitment can you make that is not a commitment like it is buying an investment property and taking money out of your pocket is just the is just how it is in sydney now it may not be in, in some parts of, of regional australia positively geared but in all parts like if if you want to buy a good property um generally it's it's you know money's not for free you don't just go and buy something cost you nothing in terms of per week or per month or per year and it doubles in value every 10 years like come on you, let's face it there's going to be a little bit of pain for long-term gain no pain no gain that's uh i think that's the show but um yeah the most important nugget i got out of this one is just remember with property it's uh, in 10, 20% your money, 80% someone else's, but you're getting the full game. That's the big one. Big time. So, guys, get into an investment property and have a great week. <laughs> have a good week, guys. Happy Monday. Thanks, Billy. Cheers, mate.